uh, episode 84. Ready? Uh, oh. <laughs> that the, was that the washer? That was a combo burp washer noise at the same uh-huh. time. Oh, that, wasn't wasn't, that was our washer. It's our washer. Oh, uh, okay. Oh. It was a buzzer beater. That was good. That was yeah. telling us, that was telling was. us we could check in and start the podcast. Yep. We were at the we scores record table. that if you want. We were at the scores table, and now we're in. All right. Three, two, one. Welcome to episode 84 of All the Small Takes. Coming to you on a Sunday night. Uh, John and Cooper both here with me. It's March. Doesn't feel like March, knowing here in Ohio, but it's one of the greatest months of the sports calendar year. So we're we at least have that to look forward to, guys. How's it going? Pretty good. It's the last Sunday of ordinary time for a little bit, so getting ready to head into Lent. <laughs> All right, don't know how to follow that up. It's good. Oh, uh, MLS yeah. started this weekend. That's obviously what I meant yeah, by greatest. We're doing pretty well. That's what I meant by the greatest sports. I know. Of the year. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else is secondary. Yeah. MLS, AAF. Madness, what like more that. do you need? MLS, AAF, college basketball. You know, it's just great. It's a great. And moment. Lent. And Lent. And Lent. The start of Lent. And Lent. Spiritual springtime. You know. <laughs> the original selection Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh. Uh, yeah, we got uh, we got a good was show. Was that an for Easter you. joke? <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, I liked it. Continue on. I think it fits. Keep going. Yeah, I'll, we'll flush that one out maybe off air. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus had the original perfect bracket. He did. He did. Uh, the original sixteen over the one. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, we have a we have a lot to get to tonight. We actually are going to talk a good amount of soccer tonight, just as a preface to anyone who wants to turn us off before they usually do. Skip that episode. Yeah. <laughs> usually you can skip the first like 10 minutes. You might want to skip the first 15 tonight because we do have uh, – no, we do have some good soccer stuff to talk because MLS started. Cooper's uh, FC Cincinnati. This is their inaugural MLS season. We also have a relegation update. Uh, and we also are going to talk some baseball in addition to the usual NBA uh, that dominates this time of year. So before we do that, check out us on Twitter at all takes. Uh, you can also check us out on Facebook, all the small takes, and you can email us all the small takes at gmail.com. Uh, and also download, subscribe, leave a review on iTunes. So, um, quick up baking update. Actually, we are making some sugar cookies as we speak Ooh. In, uh, in the Columbus headquarters of small tape so that's pretty dope i don't know if you can one-up that john some uh betty crocker well, I made, cookies i made some welsh cakes this morning um which are kind of like a cross between biscuits and cookies that you cook on a griddle um but they're pretty good do you have those, um like, do you put stuff in them or do you put stuff on them yeah you put like well they had like these had cranberries and um, chocolate and uh, kind of like a spice mixture in them. Caitlin, did you want me to go to the bathroom or go into the bedroom? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. My, my, she she mouthed something to me and I was super Two weeks in a row? I, like, I don't think we can go in the, in the bathroom. But Get in the shower, John. I have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm totally down for that to be a weekly, weekly occurrence on the podcast. Mm-hmm. You just want me to go record in the bathroom for the acoustics? I think it's the best <laughs> Wi-Fi. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. If, I don't, the Wi-Fi might actually be worse than there. I don't really know. <laughs> I've heard the water it. really sparks the Wi-Fi. I think it sparks ideas. It's like it's like a battle. John's on the move. John's mobile. Uh, while while John is mobile, uh, let's talk some soccer. So John's going to give his relegation update, but first let's do some MLS talk because it is the opening weekend of the MLS season. FC Cincinnati's first season in Major League Soccer, the Columbus Crew uh, rebirth in Major League Soccer. They tied one-one yesterday. The Crew did, and FC Cincinnati lost four-to-one last night. Cooper, yeah, got stomped. Yeah, stomped. I get the sense that might be but a recurring. Scored a dope goal. They did. They they scored the first goal. So they 
they did Perhaps, score the first goal. How many minutes did they have a lead in their first MLS game? Twelve. Hold on, I'll fact check. Okay. That's pretty good. Something to build on. You know, they, people, you know, it's it's a little bit difficult to grasp early on, but you want to lead for at the end of the game. You want to lead for like the last minute of the game. You want to be <laughs> in the lead of the end. So that's, Sorry, 14 minutes. So that's not that, that bad. Yeah, those 14 minutes you were on top of the world. Yeah. We were. Yeah, I know. Shocking. No, SC Cincinnati is going to struggle. I don't think it's about that. Um, I think the goal is to not be Minnesota. That's the goal. Just the state of Minnesota as a whole. Yeah, no, Minnesota's. I guess what last year was their second year. Yeah, I think so. Is that right, John? They're pretty atrocious. They still are atrocious. Um, They were atrocious last year, like record-breaking atrociousness. And uh, yeah, I think the goal is to just not beat them. Okay. I think I'd be happy with. So they have a tough start to the season. FC Cincinnati does, right? Yes, so we do. They they now go to Atlanta, the defending Cup champions, and then home. Yeah, home against Portland for the home opener. Yeah, so MLS really wanted us to have a you know nice, fresh, kind of bright, hopeful, inspiring start. And so yeah, they gave us at Seattle, at Atlanta, and home to Portland, which are probably three of the top. I don't know, like. Seattle's probably not top five, but Portland and Atlanta most definitely are, and Seattle's not an easy place to go play. Mm. So, yeah, hot start to the last season. But expect three else. All right, got one of them. All right. Well, throw them into, the, throw into the fire, see what happens. We should make MLS predictions. Yeah, let's do it. Cause sure. Otherwise, we were going to des- describe uniforms and crests again, and I don't think anyone wants that. So No. All right, MLS- All right so, John. Let's do it. Who's win the league? Who's win the cup? I think that's how we should do it. What about because right. uh, we're talking about plus is well, so there we're not going to do the U.S. Open Cup because okay, so we're talking really about the shield, that. the shield and the cup. Yeah, what's the difference? The supporters' shield is uh, for the is the regular season award. So it's like the president's trophy oh. in hockey. It's present trophy yeah. in hockey. Yes. Okay. Except the the season opens or yeah, the season opens with the winner of the shield playing the winner of the cup. Okay. Okay. The, no. no, do they not do that? That's the whole reason you do this. No. So that to be like the first game of the season is between No. That's so dumb. Why do we not do that? Red Bulls did not play uh Atlanta. So that did no, not they, they played the crew. Yeah, Red Bull played the crew. Gosh, that's supposed to be a thing. Okay, I'm sorry. Why don't we do that? All right, just put that in your uh, MLS commissioner uh, pot. Yeah, anyway. All right. So we're picking the best regular season team and then the eventual league champion. Yep. All right. I know nothing about the MLS, so should I go first? Sure, yeah, why not? I'm do this strictly on uh, reputation and craft combination so in the i'm just gonna go uh so is there a winner in each conference or are we just doing winner no no so it's one overall overall. league winner yeah what do they do if if there's a tie in the points does that happen great question no idea okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick columbus as my uh league champion not the best record um but i'll pick them as my league champion Sorry, Wait, what's okay, the, cup, hold on. Cup so confused. Terminology is very confusing. Yeah, let's just stick to the cup, terminology. Cup, cup means you win the tournament at the end. Yeah. Okay. The shield means the most points throughout the regular season. Okay. So the shield. I believe in you. The shield, I will take uh, Minnesota just to spite you, Cooper. Right now, right now <laughs> oh, they that's have, not happening. Right now they're 1 0. They're 1 0. <laughs> Oh yeah, anyone can. Yeah, you know, this sure. could be a this could be a lesser city esque season for <laughs> Minnesota. You guys will laugh, and I'll cash in my fifteen hundred to one ticket. Yeah, all they beat on opening weekend. I bet you it's greater than fifteen hundred to one. Oh, good. I bet you there's not even I bet you there's not even odds on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, they beat Vancouver. They, did, awesome. they beat Vancouver. great they team. 
Jeff, what what is Vancouver's mascot? The White Caps. The White Caps says the ESPN app. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm hopping on the Minnesota United FC bandwagon right now. Do the you know bot- what Minnesota's mascot is? FC. They're the loons. <laughs> the loons, which is loons. so cool. <laughs> it's so dope. I so love that. Loons. I'm gonna sign off every podcast for the rest of the season. Go loons. I'm all in on this. Minnesota, go loons, eh? Uh, and then I'll take the I'll take the crew to win the cup for obvious reasons. For obvious reasons. Okay. Sheesh. <laughs> so, so now that that's on the table, I, I hope I didn't steal either of your guys' picks. You know, you, no, shocking. Both of my picks are still up there. Just yeah, you might are still on the board too. So I'll let you go first. No, you can go. It's like an audible. All right, sweet. I'll take my teams. Um, So I'm going to take take Atlanta despite losing tonight to DC. Oh, Um, so soft. I think think they're still going to probably amass the most points throughout the season. I think their team's really good. Um, So I'll take Atlanta for the shield. And then for the cup, I'm going to take LAFC because their jerseys are dope. Oh, that's so dumb. Their I, hate both. So fire. I hate both of your picks. <laughs> and LAFC's like supporter base is crazy. It's crazy. So yeah, I like LAFC head coach Bob Bradley. Carlos Vela is a really good player. Um, mm. I think they'll be good. Mm. That's a new franchise too, or a newer franchise, right? Uh, yeah, this last is year, their second year. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Okay, Todd. Okay. Um, well, uh, so for the supporter shield, I'm going to go to the Western Conference because I think they are probably the weaker of the two conferences. Um, and so I know Red Bulls won it last year from the East, uh, but I think it's going to be easier for a Western team to win because I think they're just generally going to be not as good. Um, so I'm going to take the Galaxy uh, for my shield. Ooh, the other LA team. Mm. The battle yeah. for LA. Battle for LA. But uh Landon Donovan's unretired again, right? Is he? Yeah. He gets him out of retirement again. Um, <laughs> I don't think he's is he I, I thought he was playing for some other league. I did not think he was playing for yeah, he's playing I, for I thought he was playing for Mexico. Some... Yeah, he's playing oh. with the San Diego Soccers in the indoor league. But Oh, uh, that's so bad. That's sad. Yeah. That really is sad. I feel like oh, that needs to be thrown in. But oh man, former LA Galaxy great Landon Donovan. But I'm gonna take the Galaxy for the Shield, and I think this is the year that Jim Curtin gets the boys together. Um, and I don't think the Philadelphia Union are going to lose another match for the rest of the season. Wow! After dropping <laughs> the opening one. <laughs> Wait, so they're gonna win the cup yet somehow they... not win the Shield? After a game for the rest of the year, that's well, crazy. I'm, to I'm me. being what well, it's it's crazy, so you're predicting they're going to win the cup. A lot of draws. L.A. Galaxy season. Yeah, well, no, they just <laughs> okay. have a lot of draws. That's all. Yeah, that's the problem. Okay. A lot, lot of okay. a lot of results. You lose points and draws. So they're going to drop results. some points. So yeah, right. in the uh, the union, <laughs> the sons of Ben are going to hoist their first cup. So no. Okay. So, I don't so that name a single Philadelphia Union player. I don't know what if I can name a single MLS player. Period. I can't really? name a single Philadelphia Union player. That's just disgusting. We just got that guy from Mexico. We did just get the guy from Mexico. Uh, Fa- is that who it was? Marco who? Fabian. Uh, no, we had had him know. before. All right. Should we maybe save the detailed roster analysis for MLS for uh, maybe a midseason? Oh, no, you do have Marco Fabian. Don't tell me I'm wrong, John. <laughs> I said Go we home. had him before. He's from Brazil. Oh no! Man. Oh, you're he's saying... on the Mexican national oh, team. Oh, you're saying that guy? Yeah. Go yeah, home. No, I thought I thought you were saying <laughs> Fabinho. Who is that? Fabinho? You never had Fabinho? Yes, we do. Uh, no, you do not. Well, go look at our roster. We do. 
the sound you hear is the sound of no one listening to the podcast anymore. Mourinho plays yeah. for Liverpool. We're gonna have to cut all this. We no, have, we're, no, no so, we're keeping this in. This is we promised no, we're leaving the this in because we're almost you, at fifteen. I don't minutes. know what John must have ate too many of the things that he's been baking because I don't know what he's talking about. Go go look at this. He's on our team. <laughs> His biscuit. He has been on our team since twenty thirteen. This is not the same guy you're thinking of, but he has the same name. That's a classic soccer thing. Yeah, soccer thing. That's All why the Brazilians you... have like five yeah. names. Every Brazilian. <laughs> yeah. When you become a professional soccer player, you change your name to just a famous last name. It's like becoming Pope. You know? Yeah. And they're all like very similar. Like Ronaldo, 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 so let's yeah. talk about this guy. Let's talk about this guy. His name is Fabio. Why does he have to change his name to Fabinho with a dope name like Fabio? I don't know. I just don't we actually. Why is he have, changing his name? We have Andre Blake, who's pretty dope. As a goalkeeper. Yeah, he plays oh, for yeah. Jamaica. Yeah. He's because well, he is Jamaican, but he plays for the U. Yes. The requirements that you have to be to play for the national team. He plays. What, what, why are you being salty? Because your team sucks? Because your team is yes. at the bottom of the league standings? And we'll be there for the whole season, John. We will yeah, lock will. that down. You're going to lock that down. <laughs> Can't spell Cincinnati Football Club without a couple L's, so just one L, right? Two sure. L's, yeah. Two oh. L's, two L's. Well, two if L's. you're spelling club, Please. also it's actually three L's, but you know. <laughs> okay. Wait. No, there's only two. And two L's. Oh, goodness gracious! Football. Oh, are we do an American spelling of football. I said football club because it's said, not. You said I, football. I said Cincinnati football club. You said football, which implies well, one. Actually... What? A... Okay, well, if you do their actual name, their actual name is Foosball Club, right? Wow, so yeah, like, one, one point, they were going from German. So I don't know exactly how they branded themselves. No, Foosball has two L's. It's <laughs> an extreme deep dive right now. <laughs> I can't. I can't I, we might. We might have to cut every single thing that happened after we finish talking about our picks. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so baseball. I mean, you're the host. Yeah, I've been trying to yeah. segue us for the last five minutes, and you guys keep arguing over <laughs> Fabio and Fabinho. Well, if if someone did not call me out on the number of L's in a word, we would not <laughs> we would not be having this conversation. I just I'll just say the blame goes around here. We're all hosts. <laughs> and uh, anyway, let's talk baseball. No, we have so much other soccer to talk about. No, let's just move on. Okay, you're right. The relegation should... update? Yeah, we should do a relegation, yeah, the relegation update. update. Okay, we were doing a relegation update, but we are backdating it to Friday night's relegation <laughs> update. <laughs> because Cooper has sandbagged the podcast and refused to podcast until this weekend when the standings changed again. So I don't know what you're talking about. I think you Arsenal, should have to elaborate. Arsenal was in the top four. For this entire for like a week and a half, and we did not podcast. <laughs> we did not podcast, and Arsenal drew with Tottenham, making the likelihood of a Saint Tottenham's Day, uh, Tottenham Tottenham Ham's Day actually happening this year. Uh, and uh, Man United won instead of Arsenal drawing, so now Man United is one point ahead of Arsenal. Yeah, they are, and they also play this weekend, which should be really fun. Mm-hmm. At Arsenal, it's, are we playing? We're playing. Oh, I thought we were playing at Arsenal. I thought we were playing. Yeah, at Old Trafford. Definitely at the Emirates. Really? Do we want to? Uh, oh no! I was the... thinking about the FA Cup game. Yeah, FA Cup was also at the Emirates, though. The one that was like two weeks ago. Yeah. Are you asking if we're doing anything? If we're doing a bets? Are we? Yeah. Should we wager? Oh well, first we have to talk. Oh, about I don't. Liverpool, Liverpool. I really feel like embarrassing draw. Win this game. They did drew against Everton. And the Merseyside, Merseyside derby. Yeah, that was a bummer. And then their coach got clapped at by a ball boy. Mm. That's rough. Um, Getting disrespected yeah, by a for child. Disrespected yeah. by a child, and now one point behind Man City for the. Yeah, how do you feel about that? The league. You've probably just given up the 
league title. Well, as I as yeah, I've said many times would. before, my real loyalties lie with the crew. So, um, oh, okay. I, I'm more of a I'm more of a casual Liverpool FC supporter. Oh, do people call them Liverpool FC? I don't think so. Okay, well I do. Dude, no, that's the thing. pretty sure they don't do right, that. We'll go crew. <laughs> And I, do you and like liverbirds? Je- uh, go loons, Jeff? go loons. Um, I don't, I don't no, know. No, he prefers the loon. He prefers the loon, John. He just said that. I do. The loon, yeah. The loon to the liverbird. Yes. Yeah. Loons, oh. loons for life. That's. I'm gonna get that tattooed. <laughs> if okay, here we go. Um, right, should I say this? <laughs> if <laughs> if the loons do in fact win the shield, I will get loons for life tattooed somewhere on my body. I feel like that's a really safe bet. I feel, okay. If I were you, I'd feel good making that. But. All right. I'm willing to say that. We will not cut this part. <laughs> I'm excited. I, I, uh, I, I now literally have skin in the game. I this gives rooting. us so much more reason to talk about the MLS. I know. We're just going to pivot to become a, yeah. a Loons podcast. A Loons podcast. <laughs> We're going to be the official <laughs> podcast of the Loons supporters. Uh Anyway, that's this was a tangent. Um, Arsenal United, any any thoughts on the game this weekend? Um, Arsenal's playing a lot better. Man, United is playing yes. a little less better, worse um, than they were. But I don't know. Yeah. I think it could probably yeah, go either way. It really depends what kind of lineup uh, Unai Emery decides to throw out this week because he has been super. Uh, experimental and who he actually plays and who he doesn't play. And it's had relatively good effects. I mean, every now and again, they, you know, it felt like Arsenal probably should have won this game going away and we against Tottenham and we drew instead. Um, so, I mean, every now and again, there's a little slip up like that, but I feel like he should prepare enough that uh, Arsenal should be able to pull this out, but you know, who knows? Yeah. I also think Arsenal's going to win. Um, I think, obviously not. Obviously, the fact that United beat Arsenal at Arsenal three weeks ago, I don't really think works in their favor. Um, and then United is missing five starters due to injury, and so like that's a big difference uh, from the FA Cup game to this game. Uh, they missed two starters in the midfield, which was really hurting them. Um, I think Arsenal is also playing a lot better football. Um, we are so playing a lot better. Yeah. Also, so um, I would not. I would also expect probably a high scoring. Yeah, Man United also suffering from Paul Pogba being a bad soccer player. So, yeah, you that's got that going for probably you. only player of the month in February. Well, I mean, he shanked a penalty, so he didn't shank it. He put it on frame. The goalie saved it. Yeah. Okay. Different. Do we decide not to make a bet? I would don't want to make a bet because I think we're also betting the same thing, so that would be really tricky. How how did we start talking about a bet on this game and end up with me offering to get a tattoo if Minnesota FC wins? Just have been dunked out at Jeff. Yeah, I think you might have a gambling addiction, Jeff. That might be what this is. That's probably you're probably right. Yeah. Wow. What are you gonna do? (laughs) Go loons. (laughs) Yeah, go loons. Uh, all right, this this has been twenty plus minutes of soccer. Perfect. Oh, so dope. So yeah, dope. it's really we, dope. We didn't even talk about the the dope crests yet either. No, we're done. We, no, we're I, not going to. I'm making an executive <laughs> decision that we are done. We're going to talk about baseball, but we're going to talk about John to, to maybe this will make it a little more appeasing for you. Bryce Harper is now a Philadelphia Philly officially. They officially announced him officially. Uh, yesterday. Past his so, physical. Past his physical. 13 years, $330 million. The largest uh, like total value contract in American sports history, but only mm-hmm. like the 14th or 15th uh, highest in baseball history in terms of average annual value, which has some benefits for the Phillies long-term and flexibility to go out and sign another big free agent, like maybe one that frequently goes to other Philadelphia sporting events and has been known to be a big proponent of the city and also grew up in the area. Um, yeah. If there were someone out there that fit that that mold who was becoming a free agent in the next year or two, that would be good timing, huh? 
be good timing, you know, Mike yeah. Trout, modern day. Oh, Patriots. really? It's Mike Trout? Sands the, sands the pitching. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's whether or not he's going to sign an extension with the Angels. So, yeah. Well, he will for, He will undoubtedly uh, garner more money and probably, I don't know, if more years because he's a little, well, he's still, he's about, I don't well, know how, be, how old is Mike Trout? He'll be 29, I think, when he's a free agent. So he's a free agent in 2020. So the year after next. And he is how old? He's 27. He's 27 right now. So he'll be 29. So he'll get at least 10. I would say more. Um, So anyway, crazy contract, crazy length. But uh, all in all, I think good for the Phillies. John, you should be happy. You should be excited. Uh, Yeah. Phillies are now presumptive favorites, I think, in the NL East. Probably. Um, The Nationals are still pretty good even though they lost Bryce Harper, but mm. I mean, it's so, yeah. So if you, if you rewind the clock to August of last year where the Phillies basically take a dump in the middle of the season and <laughs> lose, I think like, I think we lost like 17 of 20 games or something to go from the lead in the NL East by like three games to going into third. Um, so I, I think you add Bryce Harper into that mix, and it certainly prevents us from backsliding um, as much as we did. And so I, I do, th- yeah, we're in a good spot. I like the contract a lot because I, given how contracts are going in professional sports right now, and maybe base baseball is like the first sign of a correction uh, with this last free agency period. But it seems like this contract is going to age well because twenty five million dollars in five or six years might not be all that much money to pay a a superstar guy like Bryce Harper who brings people into the ballpark and puts people in seats and then also actually helps your team win. So I'm stoked about that. I did get a, I had soured on Bryce Harper a little bit at the end of the process because I was like, he's just stringing it out because he actually just wants to go to LA and he's just waiting for the LA guys to come and make a bid for him. Which they but, did. And they did. Yeah, they did. And they gave him a lot of money. Um, Sure, they gave him a lot. San Francisco offered a lot, and they offered him a long time. But he, I, I admire that he did not want to be a free agent again and wanted to just sign one more contract. And I'm excited about him being a Philly for the rest of his playing years. And if he ever does make it to the Hall of Fame, presumably he will go in on a Philly's hat now because he'll have spent 13 years in Philadelphia and eight in Washington. So it's exciting. This is gonna be really funny audio if he gets the John Carlos Stanton treatment and they like offload him and oh yeah for, for oh yeah prospect hall to reload and rebuild. Yeah, no, that's probably what's gonna happen. Yeah, he's probably gonna keep that out. Keep hitting two forty and just <laughs> the boot. Like, oh yeah, because those those Philly sports fans will be patient with him though. At least we can well assured. Boot our, we booed our manager in the first home game of the season last year. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> people forget. Uh, people forget. Rode snowballs at Santa Claus and booing Gabe Kapler in the first day of his job. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. along with this news, we wanted to do a segment. If you remember, we used to do Hot Take Time Machine, where we would go back in time and change one play or one uh, game in history talk about the butterfly effect this time we're going to do hot take time machine going forward we've never gone forward in time so this is a little dangerous this is uncharted territory for us but we're going to do hot take time machine to 2032 which is when this contract expires i think we did what we decided we were going to do is a headline or a a news story something that's going on in the sports world or not sports world if you want to take it that way in 2032. Um, I don't know if you guys have anything ready. I can start um, because I can say confidently that Kansas will have won its 28th straight Big 12 title. This year, they are are within range. They are one game out, and uh, Kansas State still has three games to play, a couple of which are on the road. So... uh, But they don't control their own destiny. They don't, but they're Kansas. Mm. And That's the, true. <laughs> and the refs control their destiny. And the refs do control their destiny. Yeah. 
And not only do they control their destiny, they control my destiny because if you remember, I made a slap bet with Cooper, which has really pretzeled my brain as I've been watching Kansas. Like I've forgotten at times, like I've, I've been cheering for them to lose, thinking that that will get me, allow me to slap Cooper. But then I remind myself that I, I bet on Kansas. <laughs> um, I still feel good. Yeah, that's quite the conundrum for you. It feels dirty. It is. Kansas is Kansas. They're like the, the evil empire of the Big 12. So, um, anyway, I'm not sorry. That's a long way of saying 2032. Kansas will have won because this year is 15. So, yeah, let's we'll call it 28 straight Big 12 titles. And Bill Self will be the only coach uh, in America who's not in jail for FBI related uh, functions. <laughs> he will have he will have skirted by still. So, oh, yeah, gosh. that's going on when Bryce Harper's contract expires. John, what about you? Well, um, so, uh, yeah, so the headline is going to be uh, Urban Meyer returns for second run at Florida after resigning from USC a year before. Um, so Urban Meyer will have had a couple jobs in between then, and, but uh, he'll, be, he'll be entering his final gig at Florida, um, looking to win a couple more national titles there. Uh, um probably be some notes in there about how he wins a national title at USC and then probably leaves after a recruiting scandal. Um, but yeah, headed back to Florida at the age of, I don't know, 75 or something. I don't know how is it feels now. Is there no Notre Dame stop sprinkled in there? Well, okay. I was going to have, my other thing was Brian Kelly retires after finally winning a national title. Mm. Uh, so Notre Dame, Notre Dame beats Alabama in the 20, 28. Oh, we're in 2032. My yeah. bad. Yeah. No, but, no, but those games okay. will have happened. Those games will have happened. So, well, Notre Dame also beats Alabama in 2032 to win the national title. Actually, they don't beat Alabama because Alabama, Nick Saban is probably not coaching anymore. He might still be coaching. Maybe he got pinched by the same FBI, uh, FBI scandal that got every other coach in college basketball eventually. Yeah. Okay, so Notre Dame national champions, Urban Meyer to back to Florida. Wow, That's this is just so long from now. I'm having a really hard time with this. Mm-hmm. Let's take a minute uh, and think about how old we're each going to be and then get really sad. Oh, uh, no. I don't want to think about that. Yep. Dude, I'll be ancient. No, I'm just kidding. Um, What's thir- it, 13 years? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Late thirties. So my headline is going to be LeBron James has a massive super team with Bronny Jr., <laughs> Zaire Wade, Ball Ball, and Shaquille O'Neal's sons. Sh- Sharif. Sharif O'Neal. There we go. And they win the title. That's my headline. What city are they in? Cleveland. I already said that. Okay. Missed that. Interesting. Yeah, that sounds realistic. I'm not has okay Space, with that. Has Space Jam 2 come out yet? No, uh, yeah, we're on like Space Jam 5. No way. No way Space Jam 2 comes out uh, before. On schedule? Yeah, no way it comes out on they, schedule. Well, it already has. They it, said right? 2021, right? That's the release date. It's like 16 yeah. days after LeBron James is going to be a free agent, mm-hmm. which like really gets you thinking as to if like he's going to announce his free agency destination in the movie, which would be quite the reveal. Amazing. Pretty dope. <laughs> and shrined and, and forever. <laughs> he just peels off like a, a coat. And it's a Knicks jersey. <laughs> yeah. Or like, yeah, Bugs Bunny throws him a Knicks jersey and he puts it on and off screen <laughs> no no bugs bunny throws him a next jersey he looks at it throws it away and puts on a clippers jersey. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be the most new york knicks thing to happen of all time oh gosh all right the knicks are just terrible yeah so that's a good segue actually into the nba cooper anything else to add to your hot take time machine 2032 no i feel good about that one yeah that was a good one it's just so far away. You're right. It's uh, so far away. Yeah. 
I was like, oh, I'll go look at the World Cup when the U.S. hosts it. And I was like, no, that's in 2026. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which Don't we still host... feels forever away. Yeah. <laughs> Don't we host an Olympics somewhere in there, too? Oh, you know, we might host the 2032 Olympics. That might be it. 2028 or something. I think it is 2028. Yeah. yeah. In, uh, L.A. L.A. Yep. <laughs> and then Notre Dame, Alabama, 28, 29. Yeah. It was. This was a real struggle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we were NBA. We were we were getting there. Cooper led us there nicely. We can start with the Lakers and with LeBron. Um, Cooper and I are quickly uh, eating our words from last week, John. After you left the podcast, we know you didn't go back and listen. You already outed yourself on that. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa! Am I am I wrong? Well, I mean, it's inconclusive at this point. Okay. Uh, so Cooper and I, uh, if you did listen to you, if you didn't, we both said. Correctly predicted that the Lakers would lose three out of their next four games and be probably eliminated from the playoff race. Yeah, that's not what I heard happened. So, What you heard happened? <laughs> hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Heard. Hmm. Else do you, what do you, what do you do? You watch podcasts? I mean, I listen to them, so I don't know. Well, you can check us out on Twitch.tv backslash yeah. Small Takes. <laughs> um, no, Cooper and I both said the Lakers would find a way that they would pull it together and make the playoffs. But we also like smartly in classic sports journo move, like left the door open and said, if LeBron like checks out or if he gets hurt, then I mean, he's if they're if they're gonna get there, it's gonna be on his back. And I think now they are four and a half games out of uh, the playoffs of the eighth in the West. Oh, four and a half, yeah. Yeah, four and a half. Yeah, at this point, I would be super shocked if LeBron doesn't fake an injury between now and the end of the season mm-hmm. and just, like, quit. Because he can't have this blemish on his record. There's no way that's not LeBron. Well, LeBron the blemish is... We'll find a way out of it. It's going on his record regardless. Will he yeah. just demand a trade? Is that what will happen? <laughs> no, I mean, if he sits out the remaining 18 games, then he can just be like, well, I sat out 30 of the games this season, so it just like doesn't really matter. Just saying, it's going to happen. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, Walt Chamberlain never sat out games. <laughs> okay. The real goat. Yeah, the I, real goat. The real goat. Uh, okay, so the Lakers have to jump. The Kings, at least. And uh so it's clippers seven well, spurs eight kings are the nine spot with uh the lakers coming in behind them so so yeah i mean that's not kings are the kings are tough this year it's not easy this is so bad <laughs> they are they are half a game better than the timberwolves and they're a game and a half worse than the kings that's ugh. I mean, we can talk That's about the fact. I mean, at right? this point, they should just go in the full tank. Tank Zion to <laughs> the Lakers. I don't. Why? Why? why you only have to finish in like the bottom three to have the same percentages. It's not uh-huh. like they change all the percentage formats. Oh wait, do they get? Do they this have year? their pick this year? Yeah, I think if it think so. lands in the top pick, I think we can hold on. Let's let's look. Okay. Uh, while you're doing that, I just noticed looking at the standings that Phoenix, who the Lakers lost to last night, is the only team in the NBA that has an E next to their name already, as in they are eliminated Oof. from from well, the playoffs. Um, There's hope. They are truly, truly horrific, and the Lakers got beat last night by double digits. I think. No, not quite double digits. Nine right. points. It is their pick. There's nothing attached to it. It is their pick. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's um, hold on. Let me pull up the Lakers' schedule here, because I mean, they have a lot of ground to make up and not a lot of games to do it. They have what, twenty-one games left? What I'm seeing? No, you said eighteen games, Cooper. I, is that right? Yeah, I thought it was like eighteen or nineteen. I thought we were okay. in the teens already. I think. Oh, I think nineteen's right. Yeah, that's the, that math works. Um, so we'll revisit the question. We'll start with John. Since John was not here last week, um, do you think the Lakers find a way in? Um, if they do, it involves all of the young players in the Lakers suddenly becoming a lot less, a lot less self-absorbed, 
and LeBron probably apologizing for threatening to force to deport all of them to New Orleans. Um, so <laughs> deport. I'm not sure great, how likely great word choice. any of that is happening. Uh, any of that is of happening, but I mean, he he blew up his team, and then expected them to still make the playoffs when he messed when they all got there on Thursday morning after or Friday morning after the the deadline came and went, you know, and they were all still in Los Angeles. Um, I don't know. No, they're not. I don't think they're going to make it. Um, LeBron is a really good basketball player, but he's not. Uh, incredibly effective at inspiring these young basketball players for whatever reason. And he's also actively trying to get his head coach fired. So he's got too much on his plate right now. (laughs) He's trying to be a general manager, the star player and the head coach. He should probably let at least two of those people do their jobs. um, And then maybe just focus on his one thing. I mean, if he could just maybe not be the general manager for a season, I believe his team would get infinitely better. Um, because no one would be afraid that every time LeBron looks at them weird, that they're going to get a note in their locker that they've been sent to Portland or you know Sacramento or Brooklyn. Um, so actually, Brooklyn probably a pretty nice spot. See, all of those right places sound, sound a lot better than Los Angeles. Than Los Angeles, yeah. They're so all pretty like fun teams. The eighth spot. Hold on, the eighth spot in the East is four games under five hundred right now. It's the mm. Magic. It's so bad. Oh gosh. Um, so I had to look this up, but I think I, I still have to hold out some hope for the Lakers because was it the Christmas Day game against the Warriors where he hurt his groin and went out? Yeah. Is he yeah. LeBron? Right. LeBron? Yeah, you're right. Uh, at that point, they were 20 and 14. They beat the Warriors by 26 points, and at that point, they were like third or fourth in the West. I think, if I'm remembering correctly, at one point they were in the top half of the Western Conference standings. Cooper, you can hold me yeah. on. But yeah, you're right. They're like the talent is there. LeBron is still LeBron. This team is still talented. They have a lot of experience and the young talent between Kuzma, Lonzo Ball. Um, I just I think they have a run in them. I think they'll, they'll go on like a an eleven and three or a, a twelve and three kind of streak, and I I can see it happening. And then who wants to be the one seed, which would be the Warriors, who has to play a hot Lakers team in the first round of the playoffs? I don't I know. I mean, the Lakers, they'll sweep them in four games. It's, yep. <laughs> there's, there's no Kyrie Irving. There's no – well, I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. He's the one who helped them win a game. Um, yes. It's like that's – Still LeBron. I just I, – I think there's a – that you have to believe, but – you have to believe there's a, there's a run in this team, but if not, like Cooper said, they're reaching a point very quickly where it might just be like he shuts it down and it completely mails it in and says, "Let's let's go out this summer and figure this out, blow it up." Or he could say, "Be a leader, prove he's the greatest basketball player of all time, and make a run." Exactly. But it it LeBron has been not capable of doing that his entire career, um, I, and I don't know why. No, um, strong disagree. No, I think he. Yeah, I you're right because he didn't do that last year in the playoffs. Yeah, that's like every Cleveland team that he dragged to the to the finals. With the- did it in 2008. Like, should you should go check out that 2008 Cavs roster <laughs> brought to the finals? Okay, I mean, but Allen Iverson has did that once with the Sixers. Okay, yeah. So it's po- I think any good NBA player, it is possible to do that in the NBA. But I don't know. He he needs to he needs to prove. Right now, that he is better than Michael Jordan, and this is a prime opportunity because Michael Jordan played in a weak NBA. Yeah, because Jordan did that team. all the time. He played yeah. on a week. He Rodman played in a week. He played in a weak NBA on, on a great team, team. And LeBron is playing on a terrible Lakers team and the and the strongest uh, conference probably the NBA's seen. And you know, if you go on a run, if you take a couple of games from the Warriors and you upset them in the first round because they're not paying attention because they're the Warriors and they don't try until it's the finals, then it's a great story. But he's just not doing that. Instead, he's talking about how no one else on his team has the killer instinct they need. And it's like, look, dude, you're the veteran. You have to give them the killer instinct. Yeah. I mean, the fact that 
those Cleveland teams he dragged there is like you actually proved the point exactly of like he can do this. Yeah. Fully capable of doing this. He's completely capable of doing this, but he's shot it, but he's not. Yeah. It's gonna take a, a monumental effort. But Cooper, what do you think? You've been very thoughtful and Yeah, quiet. I just don't think it's happening. I think uh their defense is atrocious. Uh so I think at the beginning of the season their defense was actually really good and I think that's what made them competitive. And all of a sudden they stopped playing defense. Obviously, LeBron doesn't typically help you in that category. Um, but they made lots of roster. No, they made one roster move that I think is really incriminating towards uh, Magic. And I really don't understand the move at all to go and grab Mike Muscala and bail on uh, Zubac, who I actually thought was pretty good. Um, and I think they miss him a lot in the post. Uh, so, I don't know. I don't see the Lakers doing it. I think Lonzo's still out for another week. They yeah. miss him because Rondo is maybe good of a defensive player he is and good fa- facilitating. He's not Lonzo. Uh, he's not nearly as good in transition um, as Lonzo is, which I think really plays well with LeBron, um, which I hate saying it. Cause, man, that just like makes LeBar ball sound right, that LeBron can't do anything without his son. Um which sucks saying out loud. Uh, I just don't think they're going to do it. I just don't see it happening. Alonzo actually did bring a defensive, like he he was a yes. plus friend of defensive player for that team, and so getting him back in the fold if they can, who knows if like that could be the spark they need. Um, which would because not- I think well, like Kuzma's been playing okay. Brandon Ingram's actually been playing really well, um, and so I just don't. And LeBron's averaging over these past couple games pretty close to a triple double. And they're a loss yesterday to the Suns, which is gross. Um, <laughs> he had 16 assists. Like, what else do you do? Um, I don't know. At some point, I do think they should probably consider moving on from a coaching perspective. Oh, that's happening in the offseason, no matter what happens. But- yeah. LeBron did not hire the head coach. The head coach was doomed for the moment. LeBron mm-hmm. walks into the locker room. That's Even that's black. just the reality. Yeah. Because I mean it's never to have a team with LeBron on it and not make the playoffs, like yeah, I do yes, it's on LeBron. I think a lot of blame is on LeBron, but I think Luke Walton is not blameless in this situation. No. Same way David Blatt wasn't blameless for their laxity. Exactly. Like, yeah. Well, David Blatt and Luke Walton were also both hired to coach terrible teams right. and eventually develop them into championship contenders, not hired to coach LeBron James, which is the problem yes. in both of these situations. Yeah. Sure. But you would expect, I guess, some adjustment. Uh, yeah. Luke Walton. I don't, Luke Walton has not been ready for, I think the spot. Oh, I don't. And no, the I pressure don't. that's been thrust on him. He was a benefit. It was the, he just happened to be the guy sitting next to Steve Kerr. Yeah. The guy sitting next to Steve Kerr was going to be hired to this job, regardless of who he was. Yeah. Who were here, or actually she was. Now, now that we can say that in the NBA, mm-hmm. that's true. Okay, so we'll revisit this again next week, and we'll probably have a clearer picture. Even as we, even though we have a clearer picture now, I still, I still have hope. I don't even know if I want to call hope. I kind of do want to see the Lakers um, struggle, which leads me to the Celtics, um, who are also in their own tailspin. They lost again today the Rockets at home in a game that was way closer by the final score than it actually was. They were down by like 20 plus at one point in the, uh, the second half. And they are, I want to say two and five, two and six since the all-star break. Um, and what's frustrating for me is that it seems like after every win, there are these quotes and these stories that are written to say, oh, this is the turning point for the Celtics when the team starts to have fun. The players will come out and say things like, well, we, we just need to find, our, find out how to have fun as a team again and really dig deep. And then they come out and lay a stinker on a Sunday afternoon against the Rockets in what could have been a statement game against you know, one of the best players in the league in a, in a playoff and title contender in the West. And I'm quickly losing hope on the Celtics too. Yeah, you should. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. That's not that's that's what I wanted to hear, the two of you. 
right. Appar- moving apparently, on? Ky- <laughs> yeah, Kyrie's having difficulty finding the switch. I don't know if it's LeBron. Really LeBron forgot there. to leave him instructions for where to find the switch. Yeah. He left. He switch. left before he could tell him. No, Kyrie. Ky- yeah. Like there was this clip again today on Twitter of him walking into the arena saying, "I'm not going to miss this crap or stuff or whatever word you want to insert." And he and he knows he's on camera in those moments, and he knows that's going to be dissected and looked at. Like, oh man, here's another sign. Kyrie's fed up with Boston. Here's another sign. He's leaving, and he's just inviting these distractions. LeBron likes to talk about distractions. And Kyrie is like the biggest creator of distractions in the NBA right now. He belongs with the Knicks. He does. He's he indicative he of it. Even KD deserve each other. KD, they do. That would be. That's. That's <laughs> gonna be. They're gonna be match. the worst New York sports media. good team ever. Yep. They're, they're gonna be like the eighth seed in the East next year, struggling to get into the playoffs with the two of them on there because it's gonna be one of the more toxic lock, the most toxic locker rooms since uh, what. The guy from the Wizards. I can't even remember his name. Gilbert Arenas. Gilbert Arenas. Yeah. <laughs> I did not think that was where yeah. you were going. But okay. Yeah. Nothing beats toxicity like Gilbert Arenas. Mm-hmm. Or Donald Sterling. I mean, we've had some pretty toxic. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what you had to remember that uh, <laughs> the Knicks are headed by James Dolan. So it's not like he's yeah. bringing any cultural change from the top, which is the yeah. best. But no, I think the Celtics are doomed. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think um, they're getting it now. After a week where I very quickly and kind of quietly stated that I think the Celtics will be in the finals representing the East, um, only because I feel pressured to pick them because I really didn't see the Sixers beating them. Um, it's hard to see how the Celtics, despite all the success they've had against the Sixers, both regular season and playoffs the past two seasons, it's really hard to see how they're going to beat the Sixers uh, in a road series. Um, I just don't see how it's going to happen. Well, I can tell you how it's going to happen. They're going to play better in the playoffs than they do in the regular season because that's how the NBA works. Because um, the regular season doesn't matter. Um, sure. I mean, you can shorten your rotations and you give a guy like Brad Stevens, who probably the Celtics do have a coaching edge. No, also, they undoubtedly have a coaching edge. Um, he gets like weeks to prepare. I don't know. I, Marcus, sure, it's Marcus still... Smart is also going to start instead of coming off the bench, and he's going to turn into a mini version of Draymond Green. And then, then Al Horford is going to, for some reason, shut down Joel Embiid uh, uh, and make him totally ineffective. My favorite thing. Uh, and and that, that's <laughs> how they're going to win. And they're going to win. They're probably going to win in five games. And it's everyone's going to go, oh, look, the Celtics are fine. Look, the Celtics are playing the Warriors Tuesday night. It's, it's probably pick them whether or not the, the Celtics are going to win that game. I, I, I would make that a toss-up. They're playing at Golden State, but who really cares? And if the Celtics win that, everything that's going to be written is they're ready. They're gonna, they, can win, they can win the finals. They can be the best team in the NBA. And nothing else is going to matter the rest of the year. Yes, but that story has been written like six times this year. Yeah, and I've the reality is, is over and over the, and over. They're in the five spot in the East. So they're not in danger of missing the playoffs like the Lakers. They're going to get in the playoffs. Yeah, they're only in the five spot in the East because there are only five good teams in the East. Exactly. Like they're in there by default. So they're not. So they're they're still going to make the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm. And they are. It's at that point in time, it's going to be a toss up whether or not they win. But they're still going to make it there because no other team in the East is good enough. The Bucks won a lot of their games. The Raptors won a lot of their games. The Pacers somehow, I mean, they I wrote still McMillan up games. here yeah. because the Pacers are still winning games. So yep. he is obviously the coach of the year. The Sixers can't get out of their own way. Um, and so then you just, you're just left with the Celtics, who are obviously the most talented team in the East, I think, top to bottom. Okay, People. so even if the Celtics somehow beat the Sixers, I still don't think they can beat Giannis. Because that gave, that matchup gave them fits last year, mm-hmm. and Giannis is so much better this year. Well, and they actually have with a-, a better system and a better coach, and the Bucks are a much better team. Yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. Um, I I I would love to believe what you're saying, John, and I think there is some nugget of truth to it that in the playoffs there are certain things that win out, and that is coaching and talent. 
and the Celtics have both of those things, but they also have a team that's clearly dysfunctional, that clearly has been trying without any success to find an identity this year. And you can look at record without Kyrie on the floor, and you can look at like PER, and PER clearly says that Kyrie is like, of course, having him on the floor is, is better. But their record without him, I don't know it off the top of my head, but they have a better winning percentage with him than without him in small samples. And I think I think there's just dysfunction with the team. And I don't think that's the kind of thing that is that that can negate any sort of talent advantage or coaching advantage that you have. Well, I mean, you guys can choose to buy into the classic Boston sports narrative, which is that somehow the Boston sports teams are underdogs, which is obscene <laughs> and idiotic. But I, I refuse to because I have watched Philadelphia sports my whole life and I am well acquainted with with what happens when you have an actual underdog team okay. um, and what an actual underdog actually looks like. All right. Um, anything else in the NBA? Yeah. Nope. I, I can't believe that the Fizdale guy took actually took the Knicks job this year. I mean, he's obviously going to be fired <laughs> right this year, like the first week of next season. I mean, he's, uh, it's a terrible Why? career He's choice. doing exactly what they wanted him to do. Yeah, but see, the you on, the only coach that has ever been rewarded for tanking on purpose is um, Brett, is Brett Brown. Yeah. <laughs> He's the only one. That's true. So I don't. I doubt that's going to change anytime soon. <laughs> and then he'll be in the David Blatt, Luke Walton situation with uh, yeah, a with newly, KD, a newly minted super team, and yeah, he'll be the scapegoat for it all. Kyrie's going to flex his muscles and get his first coach fired. <sighs> I don't want to talk about Kyrie anymore. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's, let's do a quick AAF update and then uh, waste of data because we're running long unless we want to cut some of that soccer. Maybe we can cut some of that. No. no. You can cut some of the baseball. What's cut that? the NBA. Cut the NBA <laughs> talk. This is all ridiculous. We spent forever trying to convince each other that the Lakers might somehow make the playoffs. The Celtics, <laughs> the Celtics are in terrible trouble. I mean, come on. All right. Anyway, uh, AAF update. Orlando, my squad, Fordo, Steve Spurrier, it's a wagon. Uh, Memphis, Cooper's team, one and three. A little bit of there we go. A little bit. Of, they got a dub. They got a dub. They got a dub. <laughs> they did. John Birmingham, three and one. Yeah, lost um, a tough game this weekend, twelve eleven to, to San Antonio. Oh, really? What an ugly score. <laughs> We should look up how many times that score has occurred in the history of football. Well, it's weird because they don't do extra points. So I mean, uh, there, there were there were there were four touchdowns in that game, um, <laughs> but they probably missed the extra point each time. Uh, yeah. Um, and John, you earlier you had some great uh, great names from the past that had popped up on AAF. Oh rosters. yeah. Taron Folston playing for the completely garbage Atlanta team, who has not won a game yet. I don't think. Uh, mm. formerly of the University of Notre Dame. Also Aaron Murray, formerly of the Aga University. And uh, there's one other guy. can't remember who. Oh, yeah. Who was it? Is it a wide receiver? Ah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Let's do the waste of data. Uh, finish it up. John, I think you're the only one that actually has a waste of data. But yeah. it's, actually not, it's actually a reverse waste of data, which maybe it's a reverse waste of data. Maybe that's what we'll do for all of ours because I don't really have one either. So I had been meaning to do this, but um, I think I missed the waste of data like two or three weeks in a row. Um, but uh, Father Father Peter Rocca, the uh, former rector of the Basilica of the Sacred Heart at the University of Notre Dame, retired. Um, so he had been rector for like 20, oh no, like. I think like 17 years. So a very long time. And he was one, he has been one of the most um, resilient of imp resilient impressions I have had of Notre Dame. One of the things that has not changed from when I first walked on campus as a eighth grader um, to when I went back this fall for football games, which is uh, always there at the Basilica saying mass and also always saying, please join in with full heart and voice before mass every time exact same tenor, like tone. He, I think I'm pretty sure he said it that way every week, maybe every day for 17 years. Uh, so 
shout out to Father Peter Rocca. Hopefully we can all do everything, everything good in our lives with full heart and voice. Hmm. Clear eyes, full heart and voice. Can't, Can't lose. Official small takes gear. Yep. Print the shirts. <laughs> Print the shirts. Uh, Cooper, do you have a waste of data? Or an opposite? I should Just... do. Mine's not. Uh, no, positive. I can't do that. Okay. Um, I would expect that they last. Yeah, thank you. Um, so I was thinking about this. All the comments, and I don't have like a specific person because it came up pretty much every single uh, sports show commentator, I think, kind of had the similar position that Bryce Harper was in the wrong uh, for turning or for turning down the contract that the Dodgers offered him, uh, which were what? It was like four years and a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Money was it? I don't so know. It, was, right? it, it ended crazy. up being 100, $187 million. I think that was the total. Yeah. yeah. Divided by four. So, which obviously is a lot more money annually than he is making uh, in his current contract. And so they were all kind of ripping him because then he could have, I guess their thought was he signs a short term contract, then goes and signs a long term contract. But at the end of the day, the dude is still making hundreds of millions of dollars. And I think it's absolutely absurd to think that there's anything wrong with someone just deciding to settle down in one city and not wanting to be a free agent anymore if that's not what that person wants. Because apparently, I mean, that was the whole kind of point from the beginning is that Scott Boris was told to go out and get the longest contract possible. Um, So whatever. I just think anyone who's kind of knocking Bryce Harper for signing a 13-year, $300 million-plus contract uh, is asinine. Yeah. In a sport I mean, where money is guaranteed, by the way. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Did you see the Nationals deal would have paid him until he was sixty? Yeah. They, they would have spread the money out. Yeah, that's insane. Spread the money, but yeah. I, What's more insane is Scott Boris. What is now negotiated over like a billion dollars in contracts? Yeah. And has made over a hundred million in agent fees alone. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's the life. <laughs> we should we should just become sports agents. <laughs> We could. We could get registered. Yeah, we could be agency. like The Rock on Ballers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, John John is about to be a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. There we eventually. go. So yeah. We got the end. There you, you go. You guys can be my clerical staff. Yeah, let's do it. Sure. <laughs> I, don't know that, I don't know what that means, but I'll get coffee. Analytic. You know, you guys can be the analytics guys. Yeah. I'll be the. I'll do everything on gut and just shoot from the hip, and you guys can be like, no, no, no. We'll keep you in check. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, and, and in all seriousness, I, I I like that. I want to echo that too because I think the era of LeBron is the era of moving and taking money. And not that that's a, yeah. not that that's a bad thing. I mean, because that's that's one way to live your life. But I think it is refreshing to see someone go. That's valuable, and I want to be valuable, but I also just don't want to move, and I don't want to deal with the free agency <laughs> junk anymore. It, it it makes me like Bryce Harper a lot more. I think I would have I would have hated him had he gone to L.A. and taken this deal. Full disclosure, but like had he gone to the Nationals or someone and signed this thirteen year deal, I would have been like, ah, maybe he's not. You know, maybe he's a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Baseball and basketball have like fundamentally different. Um, yeah, ways. I mean, you don't even get anything close to a thirteen year deal in basketball. And I'll tell you, matching do is five. Players yeah. have such less marketability too, in terms of like their personal brand for better yes. words. and so mm-hmm. there's not as much value in you being this um like having the freedom to move from place to place so i agree i agree wholeheartedly um happy for bryce harper happy for the phillies it's good the phillies are one of those franchises where when they're good it's, it's good for baseball um yeah. good fans good city good sports city as much as i hate to admit it um my waste of data, I'm going to follow John's lead and do a positive one. Uh, John, you probably saw this. The video of the Notre Dame locker room reacting to Miles Boykin's 40 time. Yes. That was awesome. So Chase Claypool took the video. Um, and the entire, what seems like the entire Notre Dame football team was watching Miles Boykin run his second uh, 40 time where he, he cut like a tenth of a second off it and ran an awesome 40. It was like 4 4 2. He's making. He's making moves at the combine, um, and cool to see his squad 
his guys supporting him, uh, even as he, you know, decided to leave them and pursue the NFL. Uh, I think that speaks to Notre Dame, hopefully developing the kind of culture that, um, you know, supports like guys who are and draws in guys who are NFL caliber talent and encourages that sort of thing. Um, it's cool to see. Yeah. Go Irish. Go Irish. Go Liam. Uh, all right. That's the show. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate it. Check us out on Twitter at Small Takes. Let us know what you thought of the show. We'll be back next week. Talk more soccer. Check in on the loons. Check in on. Uh, we'll have a we'll have another update on the slap bet too next week. We'll be that much closer to deciding. Maybe we'll have decided already by next week. Also look at that. I think we'll have a decision. Yeah. We'll have a decision on whether Kansas wins its 13th straight, uh, 15th straight Big 12 title, or if I get slapped in the face by Cooper. Um. And we will talk about other sports stuff because that's what we do. So until then. Dope. Go Cats. Go Loons.